You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. You are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Monday, August 23rd, 2021, and it is time to kick off the final week of Patriots preseason here on your daily home for news, notes, and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Pats fans, the NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts to tune in beginning August 30th. Greetings and salutations, Patriots Nation. Thank you for joining me here to kick off your work week on Locked On Patriots. My name is Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriot Maven of Sports Illustrated. I'm also your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which, of course, is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed and very much appreciated. So share that feedback. Send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there doing some Monday meddling through that Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, I said to open the show, the New England Patriots are ready to kick off the final week of preseason and training camp this week, continuing to put in the work as they progress toward the start of the 2021 season. And internal team practices set for today, Monday, and also Tuesday, the Pats are preparing to host the New York football giants for two joint practices on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Of course, all of this done in anticipation of August 29th, this coming Sunday. Two teams will face off in East Rutherford, New Jersey, for the third and final preseason tilt of 2021. Under normal circumstances, that would be enough to constitute the big story of the week. However, as the Pats took the practice field on Monday morning... Quarterback Cam Newton conspicuous by his absence, and of course, that led to an onslaught of social media speculation as to why Cam was not present at practice. Well, thankfully, it would be short-lived, because shortly after the start of Monday's practice, the Patriots released the following statement explaining Newton's absence, and I quote, On Saturday, Cam Newton traveled to a club-approved medical appointment that required him to leave the New England area. He received daily COVID tests, which were all negative. Due to a misunderstanding about tests conducted away from NFL facilities and as required by the NFL and NFLPA protocols, Cam will be subject to the five-day entry cadence process before returning to the facility. Cam will continue participating virtually in team activities and will be eligible to return to the club facility on Thursday, August 26th. So, in short, Pats Nation, the soonest we'll see Cam Newton back on the field this week will be Thursday. The date scheduled for the second of two joint practices against the Giants. 
Now, obviously, this is a tough break for Cam. This is the first team practice that he's missed all season. He needs as much practice time out on the field as possible in order to continue to make his case to be the Patriots' starter. Even though Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels have said that Cam is the starter on numerous occasions, they've also gone out of their way in the last couple of days to let everyone know that it's a competition until the final decision has been made. And really, folks, I don't think there's anybody out there that would doubt that. In a Belichickian environment like the one that's run in New England, nobody gives you anything. You have to earn it every step of the way. And that's exactly what's happening out on the field right now. Of course, this opens the door for Mac Jones, and Mac tried to take advantage as best he could on the practice fields on Monday. Saw a significant increase to his reps, as most people expected. Overall, Mac had a pretty decent day, but he did struggle with some completions a bit more than in the past. He connected on a few nice throws, one on a route to Jonu Smith, the other on an out to Nelson Aguilar, and arguably the play of the day to Kendrick Bourne on a dig route. Bourne made a beautiful one-handed grab on the play. All in all, Mac unofficially finishing the day, completing 12 of 24 passes in full-speed organized team drills. So again, a pretty good day for Mac, but not that dominant, I'm the number one quarterback type performance that a lot of people are expecting from him. That is in no way a knock on Mac Jones. Just remember, folks, he's still a rookie, he's still learning, and he's still developing. But the question is, has he developed to the point where the Patriots coaching staff believes that he's the better choice over Cam Newton to start the season? Folks, no matter what you read or hear on terrestrial radio out there about this subject, I can assure you no decision has been made just yet. And because of that, always be mindful of everything you read, everything you hear before making an informed decision on what you believe the Patriots are going to do. Speculation is part of the fun of sports. But always remember that there's two sides to every story. And here today on Locked On Patriots, we're going to explore the green side of this story. That's right, folks. It's Monday, which means it's hashtag Locked on Murph Monday. And if you think Murph and I weren't going to delve into this subject today, well, then you've got another thing coming. My good green friend joins me here on the hot seat today, and we will talk about the future of both Cam Newton and Mac Jones as the New England Patriots quarterbacks. We'll also delve into the recent injury woes of wide receiver Nikhil Harry. Does Harry's recent injury make it more difficult for him to make the roster in 2021? Last but certainly not not least, Murph and I will talk potential difficult roster cuts as the Patriots march toward tomorrow's 4 p.m. deadline to get the roster down to 80 players. An action-packed agenda on the pod today. Always a lot of fun when Murph joins me here. And in just a moment, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself will continue our discussion on the Patriots preseason when this Monday episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked on listeners, it is that time of year again. All eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. 
Locked On listeners, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available for the 2021 season. Don't forget that when you sign up for the first time, use the promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Patriots fans, the Pats are beginning the final full week of training camp and preseason. And as things continue to progress on the practice fields adjacent to Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, there is a whole lot to talk about other than just the action on the field. And here today to break it all down, that's right, folks, it is hashtag locked on Murph Monday. It is time for some green wisdom and counsel. He is here and he is ready to roll. Your favorite and mine, my benefactor in this business, the only guest on this pod with his very own branded hashtag, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy, is back for his weekly appearance here on Locked On Patriots. Thank you for coming to me in friendship. Thank you for joining me today, Don Murph. Pleasure, but always my pleasure. Um, glad to see you. You made it out of the storm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the calm, the calm that was the storm. I think yeah. that really is the best way to put it. Uh, a lot of hype, uh, a lot of noise, and uh, very, very little action. Totally opposite of the team that we cover on the football fields yeah. in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Because if the storm didn't hit yesterday, yeah, I think a little storm is kind of brewing right now. Uh, at least a media, social media storm. Maybe it's not that big a deal on the on the. Uh, the field for the Patriots or in the locker room or anywhere else but you know this is going to be the topic of conversation for a few days Murph so you know what bud let's dive right into it hashtag locked on Murph Monday we make Mondays fun but there this Monday go. is eventful um folks I said today to open the show uh Cam Newton um about to miss five days under COVID-19 protocols um obviously we all saw the uh, the statement from the uh, the team uh Saturday cam traveling to a club approved medical appointment that required him to leave the New England area receive daily COVID tests all the COVID tests by the way folks have been negative according to the Patriot statement but a misunderstanding about tests conducted away from NFL facilities as required by the NFL NFLPA protocols Cam now subject to the five-day entry cadence process before returning to the facility. In short, folks, it means that five days Cam will need to sit out. He's eligible to return Thursday for the final day of joint practices at the very earliest. Murph, as you read this statement, as you take a look at what's going on around the Patriots right now, what's your take on all of this? And what does it mean for the Patriots both in the short term? And could this have long-term implications? Yeah, I call BS. Um, you know, we're keeping it clean. We are a family show. This isn't my show where uh, I will totally go off off the rails <laughs> on this. A, a, a misunderstanding, really, that this came down to a misunderstanding. What do you think, Michael? I think it's very interesting. I think it's very... Yeah. Um, uh, I'm fumbling for very words here. Man. I'm trying to be diplomatic. Yes. Very, yeah, go ahead. Be, yeah, you do that. I, I'm trying to be diplomatic here, but uh, it surprises me that a team that is so attentive to every detail right. 
would not know these protocols. Uh, when these protocols have been out there, uh, the Patriots always place such a premium on understanding the rules, knowing what's going on. Uh, yeah, I know there are a lot of people out there that'll listen to this, ain't listen to this, and go, oh, what about the flight gate? Or what about Spygate? Yeah, those were, <laughs> yeah, th- th- those were completely different circumstances, folks. COVID-19 is something that has been first and right. foremost frame of mind for every NFL team, not just the New England Patriots. And they pride themselves on knowing exactly what needs to be done, what should be done, and what is done. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Now, that being said, there are a lot of fluctuation between the interpretation of these rules, between the communications that teams have received, exactly what went on communication-wise between Cam and the team. So there's a lot that we don't know here, folks, a lot. And uh, yeah, I do want to preface that by saying that, you know, right now we're having a visceral reaction to what we've seen and just – Pulling on some sort of, uh, you know, previous knowledge of what this team is capable of doing. We're pulling on the example that this team continues to set and really just kind of looking at it with a little bit of a dumbfounded look because it just doesn't seem very patriot like. But it is very possible and very, uh, you know, um, much uh, in the realm that. New England and Cam either had a miscommunication or there was just a misunderstanding or or things of that nature. That's what they're saying. But right now, I mean, we just we don't have enough. But it does seem a little odd that both Cam, who is a multi-year veteran in this league, and Bill Belichick, who's as attentive to detail as anybody, weren't able to come to a happy medium on this. It just just strikes me as a little difficult. um, Bar none, one of the best in, in the NFL, if not the country. There are so many doctors within, you know, a stone's throw of Gillette here up here, you know, not to toot our own horn or anything, but the best in the world practice medicine in Boston. I, 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 I don't get why he would have to leave the facility for something. I, I am really scratching my head as to the underlying issue that's going on here or what is happening. Um, is, is this coming down to Bill deciding that you know maybe the way to go at the beginning of the year is with Mac and you know Cam is off trying to digest whether or not he wants to be a backup here during the long term or not just to get to the second part of your question it it (laughs) might just be my conspiracy theory freaking you know brain happening you know along with you know uh you know running backs in the final year of their contract don't get a lot of run around here uh until they sign their new deal you know things of that nature but it it does there's just there are layers to this there there's an onion people that we need to peel back here Yeah, and I think that as the days and the hours, really, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, we measure things really in hours here in New England, not even so much days and weeks. Uh, There are new developments, new things coming out all the time, and we'll continue to see that throughout the day. Be it the weather or sports, it changes every 15 minutes. It truly does. New England is unpredictable. Everybody saw that yesterday. Henri was going to hit with a vengeance, (laughs) came in like a a lion, but he ended up coming in and going out like a lamb. So that's basically what we're dealing with here, folks, is there's still a lot of information that needs to be forthcoming. And at this point, we'll try to put the speculation train uh, at least at bay for a little while. Bill Uh, Bill did say, Bill did say earlier today that, that Cam Newton is the starting quarterback. So, you know, I mean, take that how you want it. Um, Take my, my conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fun. 
No, it is. And I mean, you know what? A part of what we do in this business, Murph, is speculation. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a part of the job. So for everyone that is going to lament, and I've been very critical and very cynical about uh, the speculative machine and the speculation train, um, it is a part of the job. And we're going to continue to wonder what is going to happen. But for the sake of argument right now, bud, let's put the speculation aside and talk about logistics on the football field. There you go. Aside from whether or not Mac Jones is in the position to pounce or, you know, Wally Pip or anything like that. We're hearing all of this on social media right now. This is his golden opportunity to seize the job from Cam Newton. Putting that aside and saying that even if that is not the objective here for Mac Jones, what does he do with this time on the field now? Three padded practices, Monday, Tuesday, and of course the first joint practice on Wednesday against the New York Giants. If you're Mac Jones, just purely from a field perspective, how are you approaching these three days, and what do you expect to see from the rookie? Yeah, this is Jones's um, best opportunity to to go out here and seize seize the day, seize the job. Um, the fact that he is going to be the the man getting all of the first round reps, that he is going to be the man um, when it comes to the joint practices. What he shows this week could change the tides that a lot of people have been, in, including myself. Have um, have pounded the desk for in starting the veteran to start this year and not feeding this kid to the uh, to the Lions right out of the gate. Yeah, and I think you know, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, we've heard Mike Lombardi say this as well, according to several reports and his advice and his own words and his advice to Bill Belichick. Why rush this kid along when right. you have an option that is able? fully able i mean the way cam played the other night it's definitely capable of running an nfl offense uh for everyone that wants to say that this guy is just completely you know off the cliff so to speak uh yeah like that cliff uh, how's that how's that cliff treating max but that well I'm, that's another <laughs> conversation for another day conversation i'm not gonna go there uh but uh, although i really should but I'm yeah not, let's, uh, let's but please uh, <laughs> But in any case, Cam is obviously still capable of leading an NFL right. offense. So why throw this kid to the wolves, especially when you have Tom Brady coming in here in week four and knowing the hype that's going to be surrounding that almost an insurmountable. You want to talk about needing a bigger boat. Uh, you know, <laughs> Mac Jones is going to need the biggest ocean liner possible in order to be able to carry that load, that's knowing it. that the greatest of all time is coming back in here. The house that he built here in Gillette for two decades uh, and uh, bringing a it's Super Bowl ring back in built. with him. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's, it's a very daunting task to say the least for the rookie. But that being said, I look for Mac on the field today tomorrow and Wednesday to continue to lead this team the way he, the way he has been um, getting quick pre-snap reads, something that oh. he's done a tremendous job with in training camp so far, uh, finding his receivers in stride, uh, you know, being able to lead uh, this team. I think they're going to be doing, uh, you know, practicing a lot, two minute drills end of game uh, scenarios, situation of that nature, amping up the pressure a little bit on him and seeing if the kid can handle it. If he can, you know, there have been stranger things that have happened before. I still, even with all of this, I still think it's behoove of the Patriots to give Mac, uh, Mac a chance to develop, give Cam's keys to the kingdom right off. Bill Bellick makes those decisions. Josh McDaniels makes those decisions. 
I don't. <laughs> and uh, in a lot of ways, I think that's probably a good thing. A lot of Patriots Nation is probably agreeing right now and breathing a big sigh of relief that I don't make those decisions. But uh, I appreciate your insight and your information on this, Murph, because it is. It is a big story, and we'll continue to monitor that. So. Yeah. Good opportunity for uh, for uh, Mac Jones. Tough luck for Cam in this situation, but how it all shakes out is really going to be something to behold when it comes to the New England Patriots. So, that being said, one absence that we knew was going to happen on the field today, but switching gears a little bit, is the injury to Nikhil Harry. And obviously, the last time we talked, we wondered about whether or not we were going to see Nikhil Harry get meaningful reps, being targeted a lot more than he was in the Washington game. Well, he never got the opportunity, of course. A great opportunity for a great connection with Mac Jones. Lands awkwardly. The shoulder injury now, of course, he's resting. Looks like it's going to keep him out beyond week one. Murph, again, the Patriots face a very difficult decision here. Not only do they have to pull on their depth at wide receiver, and they're going to be right. short for the next few games and practices, but now they have a roster conundrum as well, because if Nikhil needs to be out longer than week one, and he has to start the season on pop, the Patriots have to roster him. That's not a roster spot that they can just you know forget. They have to roster him, then they put him on an extended uh, you know, uh, injury list, and then they would have to fill the roster spot after that. Right. Does this severely weaken Nikhil's chances to make this team, or do you think he's shown enough in camp to be, at this point, one of their best options at the lower end of the wide receiver core? Um, I still think he's uh, one of the best options at the lower end. The, the, the problem is that, that you weren't expecting him to be at the lower end. Um, the way that he is he's produced in practices – has been everything that that you want. the The problem is is it hasn't happened in games. He injured himself um, going for a pass and and making a move that he didn't have to make. If if he had run through that ball, uh, he would have caught it in stride and would have been a score, and he would have made this team. Right now, I'm uh, IR week one after the the final cutdowns and then bring somebody back. He may want to do that with, with another player. Uh, I, I'm not sure right now if he's going to do that with Harry. I'm really not. I tweeted out uh, right after when we heard about the injury that that's probably what he's going to do. And, and you know, but using my head, I'm not sure he's he's going to be here. I, I'm not sure that, that Bill is is convinced that this kid is a, uh, is a patriot. And um, it might be time to move on and cut bait. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are talking about the Patriots. Uh, and this you know, hurts because to... I've been on his his bandwagon. I've I've been one of the ones banging the drum that that he hasn't been used correctly. He hasn't had the quarterback in there that that is going to uh, get him the ball where he needs to be, or or is is brave enough to use him in a way that um, is going to allow him to shine and show what he can do. But it, this this last hiccup, it it. it it might have Bill reaching for the, the, the big glass of water and trying to drink it backwards. Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely a possibility when it comes to what this team is able to do and how they're able to do it. Look, I've been on the Nikhil uh, Harry bandwagon as well and, and trying to beat that drum and say that he's someone that can really contribute to this roster. And I still believe that there is a 
good NFL player lurking below the surface. But at some point, do you just come up and look and say, maybe it's just not a fit here. Maybe there are external signs that happen that kind of get you to realize that uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with uh, uh, with Nikhil, especially with all of the running backs playing so well. Uh, Bill Belichick even mentioned the running back core this morning, saying everybody on that depth chart has done a great job. He had nothing but glowing things to say about all the running backs. Um, and you wonder if maybe they try to go much deeper at that position and look at the wide receivers and say, you know what, I mean, we got a couple of healthy, uh, you know, tight ends if they do get healthy enough for the start of the season and say, you know what, we've got pass catching options. Maybe we're better off diversifying at the run rather than the pass and, and going with maybe a lighter crew uh, at the uh, uh, the wide receiver uh, uh, situation, especially with McKeel's injury. So this is going to be interesting to watch, folks. No question about right. it. And Murph and I will continue to break it all down here for you on Locked On Patriots. But don't worry, folks, because we're not done yet. In a moment, I'm going to ask Murph to put on that Murphian crystal ball. He's going to have to turn it on <laughs> and look deep into the green part of the crystal here. We're going to talk about difficult roster cuts coming up. Maybe we already did a little bit, but we're going to dive deeper into that now when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, when it comes to repairing or maintaining your vehicle, why would you spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? It's still possible to take pride in your ride and even save a little in the process. Visit my good friends at rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they're delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and then choose the brands, the specifications, and here's the best part, folks, the prices you prefer. RockAuto.com's prices are always reliably low, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers just like you and me. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to put Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Locked On listeners, Built Bar, the most delicious, healthy protein bar you've ever tried, has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, and I have folks, believe me when I tell you, there are a lot of you out there, they are passionate about their favorites. If you don't know about the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. But the best part of Built Bar is not even just the delicious flavors they provide. It's the fact that in addition to them being delicious, they're also one of the most healthy treats available today. Each Built Bar has between 17 and 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories per bar, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and all healthy. Flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, love that name, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and so much more. When you want a treat that's not only pleasing to your palate, but also great for your health, don't delay, do it today. Make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Visit Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 
to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Pats fans, Thomas Murphy joins me here on the pod today. It is hashtag Locked on Murph Monday. And obviously Cam Newton, Nikhil Harry right now, those are the big ticket questions for the Patriots at this point. I know there's concern about Stefan Gilmore and getting him back on the field. Bill Belichick addressed that a little bit this morning, bud, and said that, uh, you know, he's doing all he can. Uh, Josh Uche obviously left Thursday's game. We're a little concerned about his injury history. He was back on the field today for Monday's practice. So good stuff to see in terms of Patriots getting healthy. And Bill sounded pretty optimistic about Stefan. So I- I'm keeping my options open to be cautiously yeah. optimistic at this point. But um, we all know that roster cutdowns are imminent. As a matter of fact, Tuesday at 4 p.m., Patriots have to cut the roster back to 80 players. And that would mean that either they're going to cut some guys loose or they could get a little more creative with the pup list and the NFI, move those guys to long-term injury lists. And if they do that, uh, that will free up the roster spot. So a lot of creativity within the next 24 hours, Murph. But when you look at this roster, eventually that's only going to last for so long because they have to cut down to 53. And it's going to be a tough cut this year. Yep. When you look at this roster, let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Um, who do you look at as a potential difficult cut for the Patriots on offense? And do you see a surprise maybe lurking here somewhere? Um, the name everybody is waiting for me to, to come to, uh, um, I'm not going to say. i'm sorry people there's no way i'm going to cut brandon bolden uh he could be a cut down before the the season starts to to squeeze somebody in on the ir and then brought back the next day but brandon bolden is going to be on this team i'm sorry and and this is going to uh probably upset you a little bit and uh i i'm you know because you have uh, like this kid and and shown what he's been able to, but I don't think Christian Wilkerson is going to make this squad. Mm-hmm. I really don't. No, and and a lot of ways, but I, I can sympathize and understand where you're coming from. And to be totally honest with you, I think the Christian Wilkerson hype train has kind of died down a little bit. Yeah. I think there is a reason for that. Look, you can start off with all of the great, uh, you know media attention and all of the great support that you're getting on social media early on shells and he did he did look good early on but in game settings it's a completely different circumstance as the camp progresses then you see who really is going to be the fit here and who may not be the greatest fit that you might think. Evan Lazar joined me here on the program last week, and we talked about Maurice Harris. And you remember, as well as anyone, Steve and I talked about it a little bit offline about how much we loved watching this kid. And he was really developing into a great uh, receiver here, developing a great relationship with Tom Brady. He's going to be the camp dark horse. And they kind of faded off toward the end of camp and didn't make the, the final cut. And a lot of people were surprised by that. But I'm not saying that's going to happen with Wilkerson because I think there is you know glimmers of opportunity there if the Patriots if he doesn't have enough light on him and the Patriots can sneak this kid out of the practice squad I think it's a steal because I think with development he can really develop into a very solid nice receiver on the depth chart if not this season then next year as well but at this point I think it's going to be tough and it's going to be tough for them to justify a roster spot for him when some of the other guys have performed so well that being said if Nikhil Harry is jettisoned 
all bets are off. All of a sudden, Wilkerson's all looking like a pretty solid addition at the bottom right. of that. But I agree. I think that might be a tough cut. So it is. excellent the, done, Murph. <laughs> and I, I'm th- thank you. It, it's just I could see him taking Ozlowski's, um spot, but mm-hmm. he's just so important on special teams, yeah. and it, it, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I would have liked to have seen more out of Gunner uh, in the passing game this year than, than we have at camp and in, in a couple of games, but it, it's still nobody's, nobody on this roster is better than him where he's running in special teams, and I think that, that keeps him on the, on the squad. Yeah, absolutely. His prowess in the punt return game is what makes him a roster lock, right. in my opinion, and rightfully so. Uh, mm. But I agree with you. I mean, there are room, there is room for development there as as a pass catcher, and some of the other pass catchers on the roster, uh, you know, really I think face an uphill battle as a result of it. Whether it's fair or not is really, I think, a conversation for another day. But uh, you know, I love me some Gunnar Rashelski, so I'm not going to complain right. that he's on the roster. But I love having him there, and especially his prowess in the punt return game. He deserves deserves it folks i'm not i'm not implying he doesn't uh but there are some question marks and who knows it might end up being at the wide receiver position well they say offense gets the headlines but defense wins championships but i don't care what anybody says it does you need a solid defense in order to be able to do it you need to put the points up but defense is a vital part so when you look at this team top to bottom there is a lot of stacked whether it be the defensive line, whether it be the linebackers, the defensive backs, corner and safety. We've talked about them all here on Locked On Patriots, and these are going to be some very difficult cuts for Bill Belichick. When you look at likely roster cuts coming in the next week or so, who do you have your eye on as someone that is a kind of a foregone conclusion, albeit maybe difficult to take, or maybe in your opinion it's actually you know a good thing? And is there a surprise lurking below the surface on defense uh, where a player may end up on the cutting room floor and fans are going, wow, I didn't see that coming? Um, I'm not sure if it's, it, it's something that they didn't see coming. Um, it's somebody that, that, uh, that people have grown to like just because, you know, they, they enjoy saying his name. <laughs> but um, I, I, I probably see straight Cash Malua not making this squad. It, it, it's just... It hasn't worked out. the The growth hasn't been there, and um, I don't know. I, I thought with Raekwon McMillan out for the year with a torn ACL, he might figure into a a, a backup role, but it, it just hasn't happened. Yeah, it really, and uh, you know, I, I like cash again. I like my catchphrases, you know, cash me outside or straight cash yep. homie or whatever. You know, I mean, it's always fun to kind of label those guys and of course you know me with Gunnar Rashelski that's baseball's meme I love it um it would have been very heartbreaking if he didn't make the roster a couple of years ago for me but right. I think he's he's done enough to solidify his position like we just said but right Cash I think someone... Lange's done enough in 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 game situations that, yeah. that he's 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 climbed up in into the depth chart for me and it's you know Bentley Hightower Lange Vanoy and then it gets a little you know iffy as to 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 where we're going and it cash is probably you know one of my last cuts but it's it's that's the way it's going to go yeah, I think it is uh, the way it's going to go. And look, Longy definitely uh, uh, faces an uphill battle as well. You look at the yeah. linebackers on this roster. That is a very tough linebacking core uh, to cut down. Uh, when I 
done my 53-man roster projections, and folks, there will be another one coming this week very soon as we march toward final cutdown next week. Yeah. But uh, I don't have Brandon the, King uh, making this team either. Yeah, and, Brandon you know, King was, was so, left on the cutting room floor for me. Uh, you know, you look at guys like, you know, Anthony Jennings has missed a lot of playoffs. Uh, right. Excuse me, has missed a lot of playing time. Uh, where does he factor into this? I normally, I've had him on both of my rosters, but does the play of a guy like Harvey Longy make Bill Belichick seriously look at Anthony and say, well, you know, what do we do? He was back out on the field today, so any type of long-term pup or IR doesn't seem likely, but you never know. I mean, the Patriots, right. so we don't know what, what's you know going on in those rooms, so that could be a position to watch as well. Um, in terms of a guy that I don't think has uh, you know played himself off the roster but really played himself back on, uh, I want to give a lot of love to Carl Davis, too. I think he's had a tremendous oh, camp. There you go. Uh, he really, really has developed into that type of two-gapping defense lineman that the yep. Patriots love to employ. Uh, I can see them going six at the D-line with Godchow, of course, Lawrence Guy being the anchor of that. Uh, Dietrich Wise, uh, you know, obviously I think has played his way onto this roster. He's been yep. good. Barmore uh, is going to be a true stud in this oh, league. And I, I like Henry Anderson. I really love what he brings to the table. I think this kid has the chance to not only stuff the run, but he can also get into coverage and rush the passer. He did so in uh, his days uh, with the Jets. So that's a very formidable grouping and that's going to be tough to cut down as it well is. do the patriots maybe go a little leaner at linebacker i've had two roster projections i've had them covering eight linebackers that's including chase winovich in that yeah. uh, i guess you know you can probably classify him more as a hybrid defensive end an edge a, a linebacker he does kind of all those roles but yep. um and we haven't even and mentioned the defensive rookie Ronnie tackle, i've yet. only got five i've got five yeah making yeah. the team right now and it, that was my just... first one yeah, yep. that was my first one. I've got Davis on the second one, and who knows, folks, on number three, you're going to have to tune in to see. But uh, mm. but I think, you know, you make some interesting points, and we always do here. This was a fun Monday and a great way to get back into the swing of things after what we thought was going to be a storm-delayed day. Uh, a lot of action right off the bat. So uh, good stuff for the New England Patriots and great stuff when you join us, bud. Couldn't be happier uh, to have you here on Locked On Patriots with us each and every week. Folks, once again, you should always be following my good friend here, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself. But just in case we have new listeners and they don't, please follow my good friend at TMurph207. The content that this man puts out on E2G Sports, whether it be football, whether it be baseball, of course, uh, dabbles into the other sports as well. Murph does it all, and he does it all with class and accuracy, and it's always point, click, and learn material. And, of course, I'd be remiss if I did not tell you never miss one single episode of the One Patriots Place podcast, my second favorite podcast for the Patriots, <laughs> of course, starring Murph, <laughs> our great mutual friend Steve Balistrieri, and the Countess of Class herself, Miss Claire Cooper. But what can I say? Always honored, always humbled by your presence. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Um, you know, you, please, folks, keep coming over to E2G for more on the Patriots and, of course, uh, MLB. I write for them over there. Um, One Patriots Place will be out tomorrow morning. Matt Chatham's going to stop by the by the studios and, and give us his takes. And, and I'll probably steal a couple of questions that Mike asked me today for that show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, please do. Proper credit is always appreciated, but never required. Always given. Because 
Well, you know, and not for anything, but the knowledge that we all share, I like to think we all pull from the same aura pool. So, you know what? It really isn't. Go. It's kind of just we're all type, we're all tapped into the same cosmic uh, uh, power uh, that we have up here in New England in our sect of uh, Patriots media. But uh, no, all kidding aside, uh, Bud, we look forward to doing this all with you again next week. Post game breakdown for the Giants and, of course, roster cut down day. There you go. Big day next Monday. And Murph and I will be here to bring you all of the information you need on your New England Patriots. Until then, my friends, stay safe and well, and we'll talk to you again next week. You too. Always glad to be here. Pats fans, one down, but still a lot of Patriots coverage to come here this week as we march toward the Patriots' third and final preseason game with the New York football giants. Joint practices roster cutdowns, and so much more to come. So to ensure that you do not miss a single second of the action, download, subscribe to, and follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as Spotify, the Odyssey app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just make sure that you are staying locked into Locked On Patriots. And for those of you that are interested in letting your football fandom put a little extra in your pocket, betting on the NFL does not have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until next time, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.